Well, good evening, good evening, and good evening, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of He Said, He Said, He Said, a look at the world from a seasoned Black man's perspective. I'm your host, Alvin King, and welcome to this Friday, October the 13th episode. Um, fall is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, um, and I hope everybody's prepared for it. This is my, my time of year. And are there any superstitious people out there? I mean, it is Friday the 13th. I've never been paranoid about Friday the 13th, so um, I don't know why other people are either, <laughs> but I just haven't been. Um, but welcome to our show tonight. Uh, earlier this week, on Wednesday, October the, the 11th, it was National Coming Out Day, and I hope everyone got a chance to celebrate that. Um, you know, I posted something on my Facebook page that, that's getting a lot of traction. Encouraging someone to be entirely themselves is the loudest way to love them. And that—that uh, that is what I am, my, my theme or my motto for National Coming Out Day. Um, and, you know, sharing our authentic selves with others is not always safe and easy, and it is not a one-day event. But when possible, it can be an extraordinarily po powerful key to breaking down the barriers we face as LGBTQIA plus people. Uh, also, uh, this week, it was uh, on October the 10th, it was World Mental Health Awareness Day, uh, established in 1992 by the World Mental Health uh, Day organization. And, you know, this has been going on for 75 years. Mental health awareness is very, very important to us here at He Said, He Said, He Said. So hopefully um, you will get a chance to, you know, partake in some of the festivities that are happening this week, wherever you are for uh, World Mental Health Awareness Day. And speaking of, you know, just mental health, our show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is called Relationship Dynamics. And we decided to do this show whereas we would bring back our favorite, favorite um, <laughs> relationship coach, Lamont White, otherwise known as the gay uh, dating coach, Lamont is gonna be with us tonight and we're gonna talk about dynamics within a relationship. We've talked about how to get a relationship. We talked about what to do when you're out of it, but we're gonna talk about what, you know, some of the hurdles and the issues that relationships face because no matter whether you're gay or straight or bisexual, whatever your preference is, if you're in a relationship, there are 12 different issues or challenges that we know that you're going to face. And speaking of challenges this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and relationships, Jada Pinkett Smith revealed that she and her famous husband, Will Smith, have been living separate lives since 2016, doing a rare interview with Hoda Copy to promote her new memoir, Worthy, which I'm sure is full, you know, it, it is full of some stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And, um, you know, the thing is, you know, because this happened in 2016, you know, the narrative that was pushed about her sexual relationship with singer uh, August uh, Alsina, it took place during that separation. And so, you know, there's a lot of questions that people are asking, but at the end of the day, a lot goes on in a relationship. And when you're at that level, believe me, they did a good job of keeping that a secret, but trust and believe they are dealing with a lot of stuff. So we're gonna talk about some of those things tonight on the show. And one more thing before I bring the guys in here, I think I, I need to give a, a, a disclaimer tonight because some of the topics and the directions that we are discussing, you know, are random scenarios and is in no way connected to anyone that we know personally. Okay, I just wanna say that because we're going, we're going to go someplace because it is real and we have Lamont White here to help us get there. So if you all are ready to get on with the show, let's get on with the chat. So nice, we had to do it twice. Hey. So nice, we had to do it <laughs> twice. I like our little music right now. I like our music. I like them too. I do. Hello, hey guys. guys. Good hey to friends. see you both. TGIF. Yes. I feel like I'm sandwiched in between shades of red and orange. It's fantastic. Actually, I have one pink for breast cancer awareness, uh, breast cancer awareness month. So it's pink. And I'm oh. giving orange for autumnal. Right on. Well, I feel both of them. 
So what kind of sandwich is that? Uh, so where our show tonight? <laughs> <laughs> hey Monica, hey Monica, hey Jocelyn, hey Dwayne, <laughs> enjoying the show tonight. How you guys doing? <laughs> hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yes. Well, look before we get into the fabulosity that is Lamont White and relationships, <laughs> I just want to make sure that we just take a quick, quick moment to let everybody know that we are fully aware of what is going on. Uh, in the Middle East, between yes. Israel and the Palestinians, mm -hmm. and the bombings and whatnot. And it's very, very triggering for me because I remember this so much growing up. It's like whenever we turned on the news, this is what we heard about the struggle, the bite, the fighting, the bombings, the genocide, yes. all of it. Mm -hmm. And what we just want to say is we want peace on earth. Amen. 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 Prayers Amen. for peace. And, and, holding up and lifting up the families that are impacted directly and indirectly. Loss of life, whether it's here in the United States or across the globe, we are all impacted by that. And no one deserves to be um, uh, subject to what we are seeing uh, through social media and on, on, the, on the news. It's a sad, sad situation. We're praying for peace. Amen. On, on, on all levels, I mean, it, yeah. Well, yep. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that, uh, Vox and Bobby. I I'm right along with you guys. And, you know, I wanted to do a little icebreaker, if you will, with you guys before we bring Lamont on. And I want to ask you guys a question um, yes. that I, I know you, you both can answer. Um, <clears throat> what would be the most challenging thing you recall about being in a live-in relationship? Uh, people eating my ice cream. Don't eat my ice cream. I have rules. Rule number one, don't eat my ice cream. Rule number two, listen to rule number one, don't eat my ice cream. Oh, wow. Rule number three, if I offer you ice cream, it's for that moment, that time, that flavor. It is not an open invitation because of rule number one, which is don't eat my ice cream. Okay. How does one follow that? Uh, well, <laughs> I, you know. I, oh, my. That was about ice cream. That's about ice cream. How about That's you, Bobby? How about oh you, God. Bobby? Um, I have never lived with anyone. I, I, I felt I was in a, a relationship with a, a great guy for 18 years and we spent a lot of time shared space in one another's apartments. We never completely lived together. But I would say when we were kind of like spending the weekend together or extended periods of time on vacation, it's, it's the, um, uh, respective space. Um, you know, that balance of what we do together and what we do individually. And I think sometimes when you're in relationships, there is this uh, expectation that you have to do everything together. And I think there is, there's a healthiness in kind of determining what are those things that, you know what, we're gonna share and do these things together. But if you like to do that, and that's not something I wanna do, don't make me do it. And I'm not gonna stop you from doing it. You, you know, cause that's, that's you. So it's that balance of space for me that I think is important. Well, thank you. And don't eat my ice cream. Okay. <laughs> and leave my ice cream alone. Why, why you got it honing on Vosh's stuff? Leave Vosh alone. Stop, stop that is a good that. rule. Stop, stop doing it's a that. good rule. Maybe when you all live, don't. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> what, the, the, the one thing, the, the thing that got me, I come from a family where th there, it was five boys and one girl. And I, my brothers were older than I. And I kind of grew up kind of fast and I, when I moved in with someone, the last thing I wanted them to do, I hate it when someone would use my products. Like, you know, when I want to go and, you know, I'd like to have my colognes and my, my face stuff. I've always been someone who took care of his skin or whatever. So do not move my products. Do not move, you know, if you're going to use my deodorant, if you're going to use this, put, replenish it. That's not, I didn't, uh-uh. That, that's all, that's, that is a challenge for have been a challenge for me. Thank goodness it subsided when I started communicating and saying, don't use my stuff. But that that was a challenge for me getting when I was yeah. in if I remember that. Yeah, living with someone. That was a challenge. So my my ice cream position doesn't sound so crazy now, does it? Thank you. Wait, ladies and gentlemen, 
look at the world from a seasoned black man's, black perspective. man's perspective. Yes. Hi, Angela. <laughs> How you doing? Well, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So you guys, like I said, we have the incredible <laughs> Lamont White who's with us today. If you all have, he's been here before, but if you all are ready, I want to go ahead and introduce Lamont. If you guys are ready, y'all y'all ready to talk to Lamont? We oh, and ladies and gentlemen, did, did I tell them? I don't think I did. We have 12, did I say this already? We have 12 no. points that 12. we- It's a juicy 12, show. 12 points that we know if you've been in a relationship one or two or three or four or five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You've experienced them before in your relationship. Yeah. So let's get to we're, it. Yeah, we're, we're going to break it down, and Lamont is going to tell us what you all should do. Um, and so our special guest, uh, he's returning, uh, actually for the third time. Lamont White, otherwise known as the gay dating coach with his fine self, is the owner of BetterWayToMeet.com. Lamont is a former cast member of Bravo TV's Love Match Atlanta and the host of Shoot Your Shot Wednesdays, where LGBTQ plus singles answer insightful, funny, and spicy questions about being single. And you can catch him live on Instagram every Wednesday at The Gay Dating Coach. Okay, go to Instagram to catch him. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to our stage Lamont White. Not all of our listeners are listeners. Some of them are viewers and uh, hearing impaired. <laughs> and right, so, you know sign language, American sign language? Yeah, that's that's a oh, problem. I need to learn. I need to learn. Usually I just put the captions on, but I need to learn. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not even going to play with it because I don't know it. And I will say something silly and you all will tell me I wouldn't go to your room. I don't, I don't know sign other than hi, you know, and I have, I, I work in a building where there are uh, hearing impaired. Uh, there's a lot of hearing impaired uh, people and they always speak to me. And I just, I, I just, I don't know sign language, Alvin. Keep, keep it moving. Welcome to the show, Lamont. <laughs> Thank you all for having me. You all were cracking up with your like rules about living with you or cohabitating. It just sounds kind of dangerous. Like, <laughs> we, Look, we, that's why I always have a shank in my pocket. Where's my ice? <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you think I'm lactose intolerant? <laughs> exactly. In the ice cream, okay? <laughs> Well, I don't know if when, when we were choosing the 12 most important issues, this is not in any particular order, ladies and gentlemen, but so I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. And the first point um, that we know where there are issues is uh, the lack of communication. Mm -hmm. And a lot of couples push their problems aside rather than trying to talk about or fix them. And that may get in their way of growing. And I think from it, Lamont, I want to ask you, when there's a, a relationship where there's difficulty listening and understanding, difficulty assuming ownership, and difficulty reserving the time and space to have healthy conversations, how do you get them to turn that around? Right. So I, I love this list that you all came up with, um, different topics. And I will say there's a difference between communication style and then conflict style. And I will say, um, when you talk about communication, people feel like communication should be natural. It should be easy. If we're in love, it should just flow. Mm -mm. Th that's just not how it works. You and your partner, whether you're dating, even if you're married to the person, you both have different backgrounds. You have different ways of expressing yourself verbally. You both have different ways of completing tasks. So as long as you're in a relationship with someone, you should intentionally, and you're not going to like this, but intentionally keep trying to learn more about what your partner is saying, but more importantly, what's the intent behind what they're trying to communicate? Because they could say something and it comes out the wrong way, but you're like, well, he didn't mean it that way. So you have to continue to be like, I know you said this. What do you mean by that? Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Because you might use some terminology to explain something that is totally different from your partner and that's where you have the miscommunication mm. it's there's a difference between listening and hearing mm. and i think what you're talking about lamont is the difference between listening to what someone is saying and really trying to hear 
what they're saying. And that often requires follow-up questions. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, right. yes. And instead, we jump to conclusions. Mm. We think the worst. We pretend like we don't understand or we just don't give a damn and don't want to hear it and just keep moving forward instead of just take a breath. Okay, you said you didn't like when I did X, Y, and Z. Well, tell me a little bit more about why didn't you like when I did this because I've done it before. What's different about this situation? And you ask it in a way that is non-confrontational to seek for more information. Yeah. That just reminded me of a, a, a saying that I always have, um, never love someone so much that you forget who they really are. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, you know, and so it puts you in a place where you don't, you don't push forward to ask those questions because you, you're afraid of creating some type of conflict. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that, that made me think of that. Thank you, Lamont, for that. Yeah. Can, I, yeah. can I add something to what you just said, Alvin, which is also love someone enough that you don't make up who they are based on who you want them to be. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Treat every opportunity as an opportunity to get to know them better. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your, your partner, you and your partner should always be evolving in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if you've been in a relationship for 10, 20, 30 years, you are not the same person and you right. should not be the same person right. when you first start dating. Right. And if, in order for relationship to long to last longer, you got to pay attention. Like, hey, are your desires changing? Are your expectations changing? Do you like you're asking questions, you're sitting back, you, you're listening, you're watching. That's mm-hmm. how partners actually stay in a long term relationship because right. they pay attention and they don't take each other for granted. Amen. 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 Y'all, I hope y'all writing this down, ladies and gentlemen, because <laughs> look, I'm, I'm telling you, you, you won't get you won't get it any better. Okay, that's that's all I'm saying. Okay, and if they're not writing it down, they're going to review uh, the show on YouTube or one of our other stream (laughs) or or our platforms. They should, and they can always listen on podcasts because we're on all of your favorite podcasts. All of your favorite (laughs) Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, you name Name it. it. There, we're there. Well, Lamont, I have a question about intimacy Mm -hmm. because. People fall in love, it's infatuation. And then after a while that sort of like subsides and you've got to deal with this person. So I have a few questions about intimacy. How important is intimacy in a relationship? I think it's super important if you are trying to say, this is the love of my life. There are some people who have relationships that are transactional. Mm -hmm. Like it's a business, like we're getting married because um, financially it makes sense. Or we're getting married because I think you are gorgeous and I just want to have you around all the time. (laughs) Intimacy is something that will keep you in your relationship when all of that superficial stuff Mm -hmm. fades away, right? It's the closeness that you have with a a person that has nothing to do with if they have a six pack. It has nothing to do with how much money they make. It has nothing to do like... um, what, how many social media followers they have. It has to do how the two of you connect on an intimate level, on a close level, where it's just the two of you enjoying each other's company mm. and space. So is inti- intimacy and sex, are they the same? Are they similar? Are they connected in any way? They're totally different. Mm. You can be intimate with a person just sitting there, looking at each other. You can be intimate with a person having uncomfortable conversations, that's intimacy. Mm -hmm. Sharing your Mm -hmm. fears, your hopes, your dreams, sharing things that you have never shared with a living soul with your partner. Mm -hmm. That's intimate, intimacy. That has nothing to do with intercourse and sex. I think sometimes um, sex can be intimate. It can be. Sex can be casual. It could be, you know, something that means nothing. But when you combine intimacy and sex, that's a deeper level that you have with the person. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, defining that more. Terry was also asking us to to define that more. And I I, I don't know. Um, I don't want to um, completely uh, be stereotypical or categorized, but I, I wonder sometimes, and particularly particularly in relationships between two men, um, is it a common issue of mistaking? 
sex for intimacy, like yeah, being so, able to really distinguish distinguish those two. Yeah. So men, we have taught we have been taught not to be emotional. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We have been taught not to be expressive. Intimacy is all about that stuff, right? Yes, it's about yeah. sharing your heart, your soul with the person. And um, when you have two men who are in a relationship, um, you can go for a while or it's surface. Yes. But at some point, you're going to like, what are we doing here? Like, right. who are you? How can I make sure this relationship actually has some feet so that yep. it can walk, it can stand, and it can grow? So I push guys to have uncomfortable conversations, have yeah. intimate conversations. Yeah. And you can do that in the dating phase because that starts to build trust. Mm. And too many times there's lack of trust because there's lack of intimacy. Mm -hmm. And we're trained to believe that intimacy yeah. is weakness. I mean, we're literally Ooh. indoctrinated to believe that it's a weakness for a man Ooh. to be, a, a, you know. Say it, say it again, Bob, <laughs> say it again, yes. Because it is actually the strongest thing. I will tell you this, and people who are watching, on your next date, share something intimate with your partner, that your guy you're on a date with. Mm. See how they react. If they clutch their pearls, if they judge you, if they look away, that lets you know that that person is not for you. Mm -hmm. If that person starts <clears throat> to ask questions, like, oh, well, tell me more about that. Thank you for sharing that. That's the person for you. Then they're going to volunteer their hopes, their dreams, their fears with you. And that's how you make an intimate connection during the dating process. I'm going to so tell I you, I have. Go ahead, boss. Go no, ahead. you know, I was just going to crack a joke. So you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and we have some, we have some okay. viewers that have okay. been putting some interesting things in there. Well, hold on. Let me, I'm going to get to that. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. When it comes to intimacy, I have a little trick that I do with, people to see if their intimacy level is turned on. Okay, because it's a be, PG show now. Well, and, and, and I'm strictly PG okay. for this show, okay? <laughs> I can walk down the street, I can, I can be walking down the street with someone and let my hand brush against them. Mm -hmm. That's a level of intimacy and, and that, that people, you know, kind of downplay. But for me, it's a trigger to see if who I'm walking down the street with, if I'm in that, in a relationship with you or trying to get to that, how you respond to that. That yeah. is an, indi an indicator for me. Yeah. And so, so thank you. Yes, we do have some people who are here. Uh, Rodney, first, he had a good question. Rodney E, um, he said, talking with many friends, I find a lack of sex very common in long-term relationship and marriage, much more common than we know. Yeah, and then he goes on to say, "Sex is very different from." He he corrected it. He, he oh, went back okay. in and said, "Now it's from uh, sex is very different from intimacy." And that's Rodney up in Philadelphia. Our boy Rodney up okay. in Philly. Hey Rodney, and <laughs> and Samuel said it is also being vulnerable, and I mean, is that that's a part of being intimate? I'm assuming that he's talking about mm -hmm. being yeah, mm -hmm. being vulnerable. And Okoro, I've never talked to you before, but thank you to our show. And thank you. It is a brilliant conversation. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Lama, you. I have just one little thing about this. What are some do's and don'ts that you give to couples when it when intimacy seems to be leaving their relationship? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I say don't be afraid of talking about the elephants in the room. Because mm. if you are afraid of talking about them, then you start to make up a narrative in your head. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So, hey, I didn't like when you did X, Y, and Z. Oh, my job is stressing me out. I think I might get fired, right? But share things with your partner. Um, and especially um, if you feel like it's been weeks and you all have not had a, a genuine conversation. I will mm -hmm. tell you, like, busy married couples <laughs> with children, yeah. they could go a full week quickly because of work, the children, the soccer games, taking care of parents without sitting down at a dinner table and saying, hey, babe, how you doing? Just the two right. of you, right? Exactly. So you got to make time, even if you have to put it on the calendar and say, hey, mm -hmm. this is the time that we're just going to have a conversation. And then this is time we're going to have sex. Right. Exactly. And you need to make sure it happens. Exactly. <laughs> okay, then. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're, we're going to keep it moving because keep believe, it moving. It, believe it or not, you all are getting some free advice tonight. <laughs> I just want y'all to know right off the bat. So let's keep it moving because you really are. I want to talk about a couple of 
couples being at different stages in their in their life and their development and so forth. And obviously, the the most obvious one I think is a different in age. Sometimes, you know, you know, we ask ourselves, how would we manage or navigate a relationship with someone who is significantly older or significantly younger? But there's another stage that came to mind when I was thinking about the question was also particularly with um, in, a, in a gay relationship, you can meet someone who is at a very different stage in embracing, acknowledging, celebrating, understanding their level of sexuality or their, their, their identity. So someone who you could be the same age, but someone who's just coming out versus someone who's been out for, you know, their difference is that, can you talk to us a little bit about managing and navigating being in a couple relationship, but being at different stages of development? Yeah, I would say thank you, Bob, because I think those are two different stages that have two different avenues that you would move forward. With. Okay. Whether you're talking about like different stages in age, in career, yeah, um, and experience um, with life, whether it's one has bought a home before, one has not. It's more about appreciation and not looking at com as each other as a, a competitor. Mm. And sometimes there is a pissing contest. Well, I'm better, I'm more mature, I'm more experienced because I make more money, my career is mm. better. No, you if you're gonna date someone that is in a different stage in life than you, then you have to embrace and understand what comes with that. And when I say mm -hmm. understand and embrace, you have to be um, patient, you have to ask questions, you have to be supportive. And patience might look like you allowing the person to make mistakes on their own, yes. right? Because they have to experience life. And you could try to tell the person, oh, do it this way because when I was your age, I did this way. Mm -hmm. Or when I worked in that field, you should do it this way. Yes. Mm -mm, mm -mm. That person is just not going to come to you anymore for advice. Okay, They're actually going to hide stuff from you. Wait until they ask you questions about whatever they're trying to evolve into experience. Now, when it comes to like, at different stages of like the process of coming out, embracing your sexual orientation. I would say, let a guy define and develop that before you start dating. If a guy is newly out of the closet, has not dated other men, I would casually date the person. I would not take them seriously because they need to evolve. And sometimes that might take a year or two. If mm. a guy just came out of the closet yesterday, my opinion, he is not ready to date. He's not. There's there's so much that he has to evolve into. Um, and we as gay men, we are always struggling with internalized homophobia. Mm. Even myself, and I am like the gay dating coach. There are moments where I'm like, Lamont, where's that coming from? Right? And I'm supposed to be like really evolved in my thinking. But I, it, it, we as gay men, it has been ingrained in us yes. about how we should live and who we should be. So imagine someone who is day one, day two. That's a lot of drama and a lot of problems that you do not want. Amen. 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 Did you have a follow-up question, Bobby? Because I, I felt something was coming from you. I felt I don't know why I felt that. I, I, I felt it, but I, I don't I think you wanna... like my second response. I, I like no, no, no. I no. I I agree with you. I I I think that um, you know you've got to have an understanding of yourself in order to be a a um a mm -hmm. really good partner to someone else yes. um and and if you are just kind of coming to an awareness of who you are um emotionally um, physically all of those things um you may be interested in dating but you know in terms of settling down into a, a long-term relationship I, I wouldn't think that you're ready for that so right. yeah I, I think you're asking for a headache you're asking for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like if you're if you're if, if you're 30, would you date a 16 year old? Well, Cher uh, doing that, a good that, job. That, that's that's that has legal implications. Cher. I was gonna say we can't talk about these things. <laughs> okay. Cher. The Cher. answer should be no, fellas. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. That has legal implications. Okay. No, I like I, I took it to a whole other person dating somebody who was, was well, 30 like, years I'm giving you an easy answer. Right. No. Okay. no. That, mentally, that the now. person is 16, and mentally, yeah. you are 30. Like yeah. that right. just that's yeah. it. It doesn't work. Well, just, just don't do it. Just don't do it. Thank well, you. Well, <laughs> just don't. Well, 
I, I, I have the, the infamous question or t uh, topic or let's just say issue in a relationship that everyone thinks is the only thing that can break up a relationship, infidelity, okay? So let me just preface this by saying infidelity isn't always about physical cheating. It can also be marked by emotional connections with someone outside of the marriage. Cheating can be destructive to any marriage and, it's severe, and as it severely disrupts the trust your relationship is based on. I have two questions for you here, Lamont. How would you, first of all, what are some of the, what are the, some of the, the things that, that would let your partner, are there any indications, indicators that would let your part, let a person, a partner know that a, another partner is cheating? Not unless you walk in and see them physically having sex, because a lot of things can look similar. And I would say it's really important for people to just have conversations about um, what their expectations are in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like clear understandings of, hey, you know, I, it's okay if someone flirts at you and you smile and say, thank you, I'll take the compliment and I keep moving. Or it's okay if we're at an event, you dance with somebody. That is great. It's okay if you take someone's number and you wanna be a friend. Are these are my boundaries? You cannot flirt with someone. You cannot tell someone that um, if you were single, you would be with them. You cannot have sex with someone. You cannot have those uncomfortable conversations and see if the person can live up to them. Mm -hmm. Do check-ins. Like, hey, I know you said we were supposed to be doing this. How has been that? How has that been for your last six months? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's been hard because they, they in my DMs. Okay, do you want to modify this? Or do you want to end this relationship? Like it's literally having those weird types of conversations with your partner. Well, I'm not even gonna ask you my second question because you just answered it. Because <laughs> you, you 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 just you just answered because I ladies and gentlemen, I was going to ask Lamont, how would you you know, what what advice would you give to couples who are experiencing, you know, infidelity in their relationship? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I, I do yeah. think it's important, though, Alvin, is like at the front of the relationship in the dating phase, be honest about like monogamy, open relationships, agreements. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like when I say be honest, be like, hey, you know, I've never <clears throat> been able to be in a monogamous relationship mm -hmm. or when my partner stepped out on me, it broke my heart. Like, I really want someone who is just going to be with me. And here are my reasons. And if you step out, here's how I want you to tell me. Right? If you make a mistake, here is how I want to know about it mm -hmm. so that I don't find out about it in the streets mm -hmm. or there's a child that shows up. You know, people can forgive infidelity if there is some accountability, if there's transparent, if the trust is rebuilt. It's when it becomes the snowball effect where there's the lying, there's the hiding and covering things up. Then you're mm -hmm. like, well, who am I with? Mm -hmm. Instead of the accountability in the beginning of saying, yes, I messed up. This is the person. This is the text. This was you. You see all that level. Yeah. Right. You have and to I hear that. And I appreciate um, as I've gotten older, you know, what you're suggesting is a very highly evolved relationship, I think, and being able to have those kind of conversations. The other thing I was going to say is as I've gotten older also, I've understood that, you know, there are so many um, uh, examples of a relationship, you know, that that we, we have in our head the very traditional, we're going to be monogamous and, you know, and that's it. Um, and I've come to understand, you know, there are relationships where people can sometimes feel very comfortable because they've agreed to, you know, invite uh, an additional sexual partner into their relationship under certain parameters and conditions, um, being able to be friendly with other people and other way. Like there are all kinds of mm -hmm. dynamics of relationships mm -hmm. such that if I saw you at the cafe with someone else, mm -hmm. seemingly into, I'd say to myself, oh my God, he's cheating on so-and-so, but I may not know that part of your relationship with that person is that that's, that's mm -hmm. allowed. Mm -hmm. um, and so we also cannot define infidelity for another couple because we don't know the specifics or dynamics of their relationship. 
Well, see, right. and, and, and I'm sorry, Lamar. I, I, Bobby just taps on something because we get so concerned about what other people are thinking and what they're saying. <laughs> Who cares what someone is thinking about your relationship? Take, take, be, be in your relationship and let the outside influences stay outside. Mm -hmm. You know what's because no one really knows the inside, Jada and Will. No one really <laughs> knows what's going on, and so you know, I don't. I just don't accept. I heard what you said. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't like that. I don't yeah. like listening to what other people are saying or what they mm -hmm. think. I, I got that's a very soft place for me. I I, agree. I I will say that two things. One, monogamy does exist among gay men. Mm -hmm. I put a period there. There is this misconception that gay men, black gay men, do not want monogamy. They do. Okay. So that and there there are plenty of gay men. Some do. I, I didn't say some. I just said there are you black. They do. <laughs> I said there some are, do. <laughs> there, there are black gay men who want monogamy. There, yes. there are. There, there yes. are. But then there are also um, people who are like, you know what? I might want a base of monogamy, and then maybe five, ten years, they have an understanding or like, hey, on vacation, blah blah blah. I think whatever the two of you all decide, communicate about it and keep people out your business. <laughs> Bingo. And we go to exactly. our next and we'll go to our next question. And on okay. that we will move forward. Our next question. Okay. Concise. <laughs> Bravo, because, pass the plate. Okay. <laughs> because this concept of um infidelity. Mm -hmm. And the risk of it has sort of this byproduct of jealousy, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. in a relationship, Lamont. What is jealousy? Yeah. So jealousy. Even now, I get, I get, I get jealous in her, in my marriage sometimes, and it, it could be because I have not had enough one on one time, mm -hmm. right? Or um, I didn't get a compliment today. I didn't get a kiss today. It's whenever something is lacking at the time whether it's emotionally financially emo like physically um and then you see or you perceive that someone else is getting that mm. right so then you're like wait what why are they getting this time well you know this woman is flirting with you um or you gave her a compliment where's my compliment bro okay Right. So I think that's where jealousy comes from. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh, but that was so wrong with you. So real. Where's my where's my compliment, bro? OK, I, I got it. I, mean, I felt that. I felt that thing. OK, I felt it. I did. <laughs> well, I mean, because this is all about instruction for me. So what are some do's and don'ts when jealousy manifests within a, a relationship? Yeah. Jealousy, you have to it's self-awareness. It's, it's really when you're like, oh, why did that situation make me jealous? Oh, because we've not been around each other. We've been traveling in separate places for so long mm. and I'm missing the intimate conversation. So instead of getting upset about whatever the situation is, let's go to the root of the thing. Say, hey, babe, I miss you. I want to, I, I like, I miss you, miss you. I want to be able to see you. So it's the self-awareness and then you talking about like what is missing and coming up with a plan, the two of you, on how to get back on track. Mm -hmm. yeah. wow. Which is very wow. interesting because it's A, communication, and B, reinforcing of a common goal, mm -hmm. which is the commitment to the relationship. Yeah, and if you don't, if you don't, if you don't commit to show up in every way in a relationship on a daily basis, mm -hmm. then that's when problems start to come up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I have a question. You're, the jealousy that you're talking about right now is what I would consider to be rational jealousy. What about that sort of irrational jealousy that can be present in a relationship? Are you talking like fatal attraction jealousy? Well, like that, I I, I don't know. Like Lamont, you, you're the coach. Like, like yeah, there are some things that, that are just, that. there are some things that are not about what's lacking in the relationship. There are some things that are lacking within yourself. Mm. And that could be ang anger management, that could be um, understanding, it could be patience. So whenever you're finding yourself not being able to say, this is missing in the relationship, it's typically about you. So you might need to work that out with you and a counselor, a coach, a therapist, so that you can show up in a better way in a relationship. Mm -hmm. We got. Because it's not your partner's job to fix you. Oh, 
Oh. Uh, pass the plate twice. Aaron, welcome <laughs> to the show tonight. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Dixon is here. Sam, I don't know if we spoke to you earlier, but welcome to the show. Hey, uh, hey. JJ, JJ is sending love to all three of us. You're, Absolutely. you're much, too much for me. Thank you. And I see a comment by Carl Cox about it's, infidelity. Yeah. Um, hiding infidelity is so wrecking and disrespect is so wrecking and disrespectful. Yes. If mm -hmm. he if he does, he's doubting down the the ooh, devaluing doubling you, yeah. mm -hmm. doubling and devaluing you and the erosion of the trust of, of the relationship. It reminds me of the way someone with addiction tries to hide and protect his disease, meanwhile wreaking havoc over all that love and care for him. Wow. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Carl. Amen. 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 Well, let's keep it moving because we are. Okay. I, let, let's keep we're, it moving. we're getting through them. We're getting through them. Okay. Boredom. Becoming too comfortable. Becoming yeah, so I, I, like talk to us about how do you keep the spark, the right. unexpected. Yeah. So when I hear people say, oh, the relationship is, is boring. I, mm -hmm. I got bored in a relationship. Mm -hmm. I, there are two things that come to mind. One is, is chaos your norm? <laughs> exactly. And there are people for whom they thrive off of that. Like if you don't, if you're not yelling at me or if you're not, Acting jealous, I don't think you love me. Right, because they have been modeled, that's been modeled for them. Like they yep. may grew up in an environment where their parents were constantly arguing, physical fighting, dad was cheating, mother was cheating, all that. So they think that is love and that's the norm. So whenever they find someone who is like sweet, caring, and like pays the bills, comes home, cooks dinner, like goes on vacation, they're like, Mm -mm. There's there's something wrong here. Like, like. Well, I, let me I, say for the record, I I'm good with that. Uh, what you just described. <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you, I am I am not. I have told. I've been very transparent with Bobby and Bosch. I grew up in a home that was completely dysfunctional, and my introduction into therapy was because I was with someone who said you need therapy because I equated dysfunction with love. Yeah. If you weren't arguing with me, then then you were, you know, then then you didn't love me. And mm -hmm. that was a, a tremendous discovery on me and has shaped Alvin to be the better lover that he is, because okay. I, I had to learn that. And that that was a very um, hard lesson to learn because of my upbringing. So yeah. that is so true. I, 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 I love you that. for sharing that. And yeah. I will tell you, like, home should be peace. Yes. Amen. Your relationship should be peace. Hallelujah. Yeah. We as black gay men, and if you understand what it really means to be a black gay man living in this country, there are times that it just pisses you off to like the 10th degree. Mm -hmm. And there are things that we experience as, as far as like discrimination. Absolutely. Absolutely. So much. So much. Yeah. So coming home and being in a relationship, that should be like your sanctuary. Like sometimes exactly. even more than church. Like my relationship heals things. So when yeah. I hear boredom, I'm like, Hmm. I'm okay. raising the glass to you, brother. I'm raising the glass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. And then I do get sometimes, you know, the, the spark or whatever is not there. You all need to have that conversation. Like, hey, let's plan a trip somewhere. Or let's get a hotel room in a fancy place tonight. Or let's get out of the regular routine right. and do something that is a little different. Let's go on a walk, you know, in the park. Do what you need to do. Go see a sex therapist. Maybe there are different sexual positions or different places you can touch on each other's bodies that might spark things up. Um, invest into your relationship, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, that's how you go to a cliff and don't jump, ladies and gentlemen. You see that right there? That Lamont did that so well. <laughs> he, slid, he slid, slid that right in and just... He just and, and because that's that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. He said, he said, yeah. he said. Yeah. Um, who is uh, oral? Is it oral health? Is, is that Did I get that right? Oral, oral health. He said, yeah. hello all, many of us simply aren't ready for a relationship with another person outside of ourselves. Some mm. of us need to be alone to self-reflect and become a whole person and not broken. Amen. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'll say do the work, but you don't have to be perfect. Um, right. We're all work in progress. We, we'll never be perfect. So. And we all have red flags, including <laughs> me, right? And you know, 
it's about being aware of your red flags and how yeah. you're addressing them and helping yeah. to make those things change. So don't wait until you you perfect, like, but get the the, the base there, yeah. please. Yeah. Yeah. And wait, don't go to a therapist. Grace Go ahead, Vosh. I'm sorry. I was say Grace Jones has a song. I'm not perfect, but I'm perfect for you. So like okay. anything <laughs> can can come down and come right. Yeah. I say don't go to a therapist and lie. And I'm gonna keep oh, it moving. Okay. Amen. I, amen. I'm gonna keep it moving. Okay. That's a waste so, of money. Yes. That's, a waste that, of that, money. that's all I'm gonna say. Um, okay, our, our next hurdle that a lot of you know relationships go through is disrespecting one another's boundaries. <laughs> Tell us what you how you feel about that, Lamont. Yeah, yeah I, I will say people will make mistakes in a relationship. It's bound to happen. Like if you're gonna be with a human being, there's gonna be some times where that person doesn't meet your expectation. And you eat the ice cream and you didn't realize it was someone else's ice cream. I I I, I thought it was, you know, something else. And <laughs> My husband and I, we have a two-day rule. You leave leftovers in there two days, I'm eating them. So <laughs> the two-day rule. I it love sounds that. like that's your rule. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Josh. It does. It really does. <laughs> he said, we have. Just right. Do we or do you have? <laughs> He's aware of it. <laughs> and, and, and Axon. Yeah, I think boundaries, boundaries are very important. And you know, a lot of times. We are not, when people get into relationships and then move into a living relationship, they haven't had the conversations about one's boundaries, i.e., you don't know a person until you live with them. Right, absolutely. You know, yeah. and so that, that, that is a very true statement. Now, you don't have to know everything, but mm -hmm. at least talk boundaries. If you get into a relationship, ladies and gentlemen, talk boundaries. Look, look at, yeah. learn your partner. Yes. Yeah. And I just and want to say that everything's arranged. Lamont said a two-day rule. Alma has a two-minute rule. Two-minute rule. Two-minute. See, right. Alma. You just ate, it, ate it when you were there. You should just ate it. <laughs> that, that's you what she just said. You yeah. should have ate it when it was on your plate. <laughs> we love you, Alma. We do. See, Okoro, he agrees with me. People lie in therapy. Oh, he said, oh, that's a question. Oh. Yes, they do. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, they do. Unbelievable. Correct. Yes. And people, a waste of money. People do lie in therapy. Yes. They do. Yeah. Okay. If, if, if a guy keeps breaking your um, boundaries or. Oh, oh can you Lamont, hear? we have lost I you. I think, yeah, we lost your audio, Lamont. You're, we you're lost muted. Your audio. Mm -hmm. See, ladies and gentlemen, this, this conversation got so hot. Le, le, Lamont, Lamont's audio. There I think I was on mute for some odd reason. You were. Oh, there what, you go. Yeah, just, okay. You were just saying, we, if a guy we, keeps we, breaking your boundaries. We got you back. <laughs> oh, wow. Now I can't hear you all. <laughs> we can hear you perfectly. Oh. Can, Are you okay. good? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Wow. So oh, I have goodness. my mic on and I have my camera on. I can't hear or see you all. I can see you all, but I can't hear you. Can you do me a favor and, and go out and come back in, Lamont? Would that, would that be okay? Because we're going to be here waiting. Oh, you can't go out and come back in? No. I can't still hear you all. He can't hear us, which is odd. Um, so what? You may go backstage and come back on? Yeah, go yeah. out and come back okay. in. Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, thank you all for joining us. Look at that. Pretty picture of Vosh. He wanted to be centered so bad. Tonight. I did, I did. Look he at did, me. Look at Because I'm single. I need a date. <laughs> and I know a lot of this stuff. So oh, if, you, if wow. you can get your own ice cream, we can make it, baby. We can make it forever. <laughs> and and for those of you who are wondering what he is talking about when we were getting ready for our show and kind of thinking about some of these boundaries, Vosh was very clear about his ice cream, so... Yeah. I mean, look, that's all I'm saying. Like, if that's the only boundary that I really, really have, come on now. But you I, said I you learned how to make ice cream to actually resolve this issue I have with ice cream. So if, if you but really you like said ice you cream, carry a shank. Well, as much as I love ice cream, can we take a moment to talk about how people can connect with us? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I love ice cream. Can we do that, please? Because mm -hmm. I, would, I would like to do that. Um, is Lamont back? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise yes. the Lord. Technology. Technology. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So uh, you know what? I know we we have some limited time, but I want to go ahead. We talked about boundaries. Can we go ahead and go to the the next and kind of get through this because I want to I want to keep Lamont and get these in as much as as, yes. as we humanly can. 
Because, I mean, I'm going to jump to trauma because I think that that is important. Uh, Things can happen in life and in relationships. Traumatic experiences can come in. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about the different types of trauma that can enter a relationship and some do's and don'ts when those do happen? Yeah, so there's physical abuse as a child. There is um, different tra- mental health trauma. It could be a death that someone's had, as, as, even as an adult. Um, grief, anxiety, depression, that in, it really impacts individuals. And the key about it really is, is addressing it. Like whether it's substance use, you got to address it. And if people ignore some of the traumas that they've experienced, it's going to keep showing up in your relationship over and over again. So Mm -hmm. take the time for yourself, but also to make yourself more datable, more marketable, that you have addressed some of your trauma. How, How important would you say that money becomes a hurdle or finances become a hurdle in Mm -hmm. a person's relationships with mine? Yeah, particularly for um, same gender loving relationships, uh, men do not like taking care of another uh, another man. Like a, a guy does not want to financially be responsible for another guy, mm-hmm. right? So I say spend your twenties figuring out who you are, going to school, focusing on your career. In your thirties, your forties, that's when you focus on finding love because you are more marketable. If you wait until you're fifty or sixty to be financially stable, it just makes life much harder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. uh, Everybody wants, again, we didn't have an order, ladies and gentlemen, but finances and infidelity seems to be Mm -hmm. the key reasons why people have issues Mm -hmm. in their relationship, but there's so much more. And I will tell you, so I have a lot of clients in the DMV area. And the number one thing that they say is like, I do not want to take care of a guy financially. Mm. They say I would rather stay single, travel the world by myself with my friends, than get into a relationship with a guy where they have to pay for everything. And they don't care how cute, how sexy he is. I don't blame them. I I don't. (laughs) I want to ask a question that is really, really common and a very different um, kind of uh, way of getting into relationships from when I, you know, began my long term relationship. It was. Uh, and it's the whole use of social media. Uh, a lot of people use social media to meet people. And obviously, sometimes that very same social media can be disruptive and, and toxic while in the relationship because you don't let all of that go or you continue to engage in it in a variety of ways. Talk to us about the impact um, on social media, of social media yeah. uh, on relationships uh, in, in this day and age right now. Yeah, yeah, social media could negatively impact your relationship if that was the way that you spent the majority of your time on social media was to look for a partner. And then once you find someone, it can be hard to break that pattern, that that mm-hmm. behavior. So mm-hmm. my suggestion would be if you have found somebody who's awesome, who you know, you're like you want to settle down with, go ahead and pull that social media presence down. Like literally deactivate it, take your pictures down and find something to replace that behavior, mm. right? Yeah. Two, you know, sometimes social media negatively impacts people's relationships because they look single based on their social media presence. You have a picture of your parents, your dog, your friends, but you don't have a picture of your partner. So people mm. think you're single and they're still flirting with you and sending you messages trying yeah. to to you. Yeah. So it is okay after a certain period of time to share that you are dating someone. You should yeah. look like you're in a relationship from social media. Is if, the if other going to be on there? If you're going to be on there, right? And 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 in addition to that relationship piece, I would imagine that it could also be problematic if all aspects of your relationship are public via social media as well. Yeah, you're not on a reality TV show, so you don't have to share every argument, everything you're upset. Like, go talk to your friend if you need to vent. Go talk to your partner. (laughs) That part. Sometimes you you need to talk to your friend before you talk to your partner. (laughs) So so they don't get all the raw. Yeah. Uh, But social media is not the space to vent. Right. No, I, 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 I totally support that. And I'm going to tell you, I've, I learned the hard way. So what you said is true. 
You know, um, no, no more. I'm sorry. You don't need to know who I'm who I'm dating. And as long as we got that under wrap, we good. Okay, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to, you know, put all that on social media. People don't know how to handle it anyway. When you get engaged, we want to see Alvin. Oh, well, don't you know what? See, again, you know me, so I'm not even gonna it ain't the, the Alvin King show right now, but <laughs> But 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 trust and believe when when that happens when, when that happens believe me I, it will break the internet yes. ticket tape parade fireworks it will be there thank you Lamont thank you so much thank you so much man. yeah and I just to sort of summarize there have been some common themes that have come through what you have told us communication commitment are two of the big things that I've heard. You've got to be able to speak and you've got to be able to listen. And then you have got to have this commitment to what it is that you guys are building together because it helps everything. Yeah. Lamont, what is next for you? And when are you coming back with some of your success stories? Because we want to see some of these people. So I did post one on uh, my social media account on my Instagram today. Um, it's, so my Instagram account, it is the gay dating coach, the gay dating coach. I, posted one of the couples that actually met at one of my speed dating events. Um, yeah. And they've been married now for about three years. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm still, this is cuffing season, cuffing with a C. Okay. Um, and this is a time that people want to fall in love. Right. And I'm working with gay men all over the United States, helping them find love. I even onboarded a new matchmaker, Josh Noblet, who is working with me so that, we can handle the inventory and reach all types of gay men across the United States. So wow. it is busy. I just, you know, try not to cry every day because I just like seeing gay men who are authentic about themselves and who mm. are like serious about looking for love. Wow. wow. Nice. Nice. Well, nice. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Lamont. Um, before we let you go, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, thank all of you for being here and sharing your comments and being Absolutely. a part of the discussion. We, Thank you. And I think I saw Monica said that this show was epic. 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 Next next Friday, the 20th, it will be a rebroadcast. Um, we have a uh, we, we have some scheduling conflicts for the entire panel. So please catch out one of our rebroadcasted shows. It might be this one. So you better exactly. But on all I'll all be those, here. I ain't got nowhere to go. It's like, y'all. Here's your solidarity. Okay. <laughs> on, on October. I love all of you watching. I want to be with you every Friday. It's Alvin, I don't know what he had for dinner tonight. But... I, don't, I don't either. I, I, I don't either. But on October 27th, <laughs> we will have our financial guru, Mr. Uh, Randy Jones, will be back. You all know he brings down, he brings the financial info to you loud and clear. And, you know, he's going to do it on the October 27th. So if before we leave, if I can give you all our words of the week, I would greatly appreciate it. Even though there are days I wish I could change some things that happened in the past, there's the reason the rearview mirror is so small and the windshield is so big. Where you're headed is much more important than where you left behind. Amen. And those are our words of the week. Thank you to Bobby for providing that this week. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for joining us tonight. Thank you, Lamont, for giving thank us you. your time. So Absolutely. And Lamont is getting a cup, ladies and gentlemen, because he's been here so much. Okay. How you doing? Hey, hey, um, look, uh, uh Raheem is here. Thank you. Alma, thank you all for being here. Carl, everybody for being Raheem. here. And we will see you all in two weeks live on a new episode of He Said. He said. He said. Y'all be good now. GGIF, everybody. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in.